like books. Well, so do we. So let's talk about them. This is Pages and Pages. Pages and Pages. Welcome to Pages and Pages, where two best friends talk about all things books. That's Sophia. And that's Morgan. I might have burped in the middle of it. <laughs> I hope I didn't. I don't think it was. Cool. You know what? Maybe it was interior. It was in my throat. <laughs> Sounds yummy. I'm having a good day. <laughs> How have you been, Morgan? I've been actually pretty good. Nice. I'm pretty shocked. Yeah? Usually I talk about how depressed I am. And uh-huh. Not today. Hey! I have a new ow, I have a new project that I'm working on, uh-huh. uh, hyperfixating on. Uh-huh. So I'm having. Is a it time. crocheting? It's crocheting. <laughs> I'm making a blanket. Actually, I'm continuing a blanket that I've started probably five years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I'm crocheting and I'm watching Criminal Minds. I and love it's it. Fantastic. That's fantastic. I can make two granny squares in an episode, and I'm just like, boop boop bam boop. bam bam bam. Nice. Yeah, having a good time. How are you? Incredibly depressed. Oh, okay. Um, so well, that's we totally trans- different. <laughs> <laughs> we transferred depression. Yeah, you can have it. it. You can have it. I'll take the yeah. brain cell. I'll have um, it. It didn't help. We uh, we had um, a doggo. I never really talked about her a lot because she was kind of very, very old. <laughs> she was 18 years old. And on Saturday, we put her down. It's very sad. Um, it was very sad. And we, out of her 18 years, Nick and I had her for 12 Oh, that's a lot. Like she originally was adopted by like a couple who were engaged and then they broke up. So then the one like I think one of them sold her to my sister. My sister, I think, had her for like a year and then um, it wasn't working out. So then my mom and I decided to adopt her because I was still in high school at that time. Mm -hmm. So then we adopted her at my parents house gotcha and then i had another dog at the time and then her and her were kind of like bonded they were i mean they you know the two only dogs in the house yeah so when i went to college i did my first year without any dogs because i was in an apartment and then nick and i moved in together and then i wanted my dog so then sadie came along with so um yeah we've had her for 12 years and she was nick's little buddy and it's really it's really sad yeah but she hasn't been herself in over a year if that no, makes sense we always joke that she didn't know where she was no. she didn't have any idea no. what was going on no our first night in our new house she, like the next morning she yeeted herself <laughs> she down the basement stairs down the stairs just like, threw herself down this is it i was like i'm gonna find her that? dad at the bottom of the stairs and she's like, like boop, 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 boop. and she's just walking around and then she did it a few weeks ago, like two months ago. She yeeted herself down the stairs again. And she just pops up. Yeah, she's like, oh, like a daisy. I just, I'm fine. She was never going to die. No. I, she, never. She's too stubborn. Yeah. She's just. And she was miserable. Yeah. She like lost all of her hair and her ears and her tail yeah. and it was losing it on her nose. And yeah. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. And she was incontinent, so she was always in diapers. It was yeah. a whole thing. So whole thing. it was really sad. Yeah. We, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, it's all right. We're doing good. But I mean, that's not, you know, I think there's not that I'm trying to explain away my depression because I'm oh, just God, no. depressed. Yeah. yeah, but it didn't help. Right. It's not it didn't make it better. No, no. <laughs> it did not. No. And then at the same time, my mom and dad are having issues with their dog, who's 13. Mm-hmm. And so I'm 35. So I've I mean, I lived with him for a little while mm-hmm. and then I moved out and but he's always been just like he's just he, he's just so cute 
I love him so much. And uh, he's lost like four pounds. And he's a Yorkie poo and he's very small. Mm-hmm. So four pounds is a lot. And he's just not eating. And <laughs> it took him to the vet and he is a feisty motherfucker. Yeah. He's 10 pounds. And yet yeah. they couldn't get a muzzle on him at the vet. So do they have to like do it at home and then bring him in? Well, because they're going to sedate him tomorrow. I'm going to go to the vet so they can actually take blood. Mm-hmm. Because they can't do that yet because he won't let them. So how are they going to sedate him if they can't get the muzzle on It's him? from the back legs. Oh. So they can hold his front. You just can't. He's just. <laughs> Only when threatened. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I assume he's a very mild. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's a hoot. But you get him and he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, man, calm down. Dude. But then I went Dude. over there tonight after work and I don't know, he ate food. And I was like, I just need to be here, apparently. Yeah. Because I'm strike because I'm not home. <laughs> don't go on a hunger strike, my guy. Which is weird because he, it's, it seems like he would have done it when your dad was in the hospital. Right. Right. But no. But now he's, so now they're afraid that he's got something bad that. Maybe something wrong with his kidneys or something yeah. like that. So we don't know what's going on. So I really hope not. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to prepare for the worst. And yeah. I am a crier. So I am going to cry my eyes out. I cried a lot. I, You know what? I'm proud of you Which crying. is crazy because yeah. Zoloft took away my emotions. Yeah, but I was like, oh my God, Sophia cried. I cried she so cried! much. <laughs> so much. I was like, I'm not broken. <laughs> I feel feelings. <laughs> the big one. The big, the big one. I wish I didn't feel feelings. I'm so sorry. I wish they got just Zoloft. <laughs> no. uh, I just cry at everything. So I'm even sorry. thinking about like him dying, uh-huh. I cry. I'm like, Mark, Jesus Christ. You didn't even live with him that long. I didn't even live with him. But I don't know. Like I live no, in town. I'm over there all the time. I get it. I'm just a big baby bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bitch baby. Not baby bitch. Yeah. Bitch baby. Big boss baby bitch. Big. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. Anyway. So. Enough of us talking anything about else? sadness. Awesome. Morgan, have you read anything? <laughs> well, before I talk about what I've been reading. I, last week, I kind of mentioned um, the condition or whatever that I have that I can't see things in my brain. Right. And now my TikTok has been all over it. Because, of course, it listens to me. Of course. And they call it... it two I, weeks I'm, ago. Oh, was it two weeks ago? Well, previously. Um, <laughs> previously on. Previously on Glee. Uh, here's what you missed on Glee. Um, it's called... I call it aphantasia, but they call it, like, aphantasia. So I'm putting the wrong emphasis on it. Uh, but I still don't... So, you know, it's, it's about how when I close my eyes, I can't, like, pull up a picture of something... When you say apple, I can't think of, I can't picture an apple. It's just like black. I'm like, ooh, apple. Yeah, I just, I don't understand how you think. It doesn't, like, and it makes no sense to me. And it makes no sense to me that you can't picture an apple. Right. So, I just don't. I can, like, flip through a Rolodex of different kinds of apples. I'm like, which one? Oh, you want a Granny Smith? Okay, well, let's. No. Uh, And I got, like, blackness. It's fine. And uh, so they were talking about, like, having this in reading. And. How they, when people go, like an author goes into description of what a room looks like, I uh, I usually just like skim it. 
I'm like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Because I can't picture it. Oh. And that, like, blew my mind. Because I, I always do that. Yeah. I, like, they're like, oh, there were gold drapes and the... the, the. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, oh, it's like a bed in the middle of the room with gold drapes. Yeah. I skim it. It's fluffy. Because I can't picture it in my and head. it's wooden. It's probably yeah. a wooden bed yeah. frame. And it's got, oh, a lovely and linen comforter. A red carpet. I'm like, <laughs> yes. Is it plush? Great to know. Yeah, I got nothing. And I'm just like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm just like, boop, 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 boop. where's the dialogue at? Because <laughs> in my head, I'm like, okay, so if he pushes her up against the armoire, how far away is that from the bed? Right. So in my head, I'm mapping out the room. Okay. Because I'm can, i thinking about it, yeah. but I'm not like seeing it, but I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this make any sense. Like, yeah. It's hard to describe because I'm not picturing it. I can't like see it for what it's happening, but like I can, you know it's there. I know I know. I can sense it. I don't know. It's so weird. I don't know how to describe it. But it just blew my mind. I was like, oh, that's why I always skip description stuff. Yeah, I don't understand how someone with that mm-hmm. could ever write a book. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I can write a book. I've started. Yeah. Several. So, like, like I can do you leave I those can... parts out? Do you just leave them, do you put them in and not really think about it? I think I put it in and I don't think about it. Like, I just feel that that's what the room would look like. And I'm like, oh... That's what it would look That's like, what it probably. Would look like. But I, I can't picture it in my brain. But then they're talking about how people with aphantasia are artists. Like, how are you an artist if you can't picture anything? But people are. And I've just, I went in a whole, like, rabbit hole. Wow. Because my mind was so blown. I'm like, oh my god. I how just never knew people, like, thought like you did. Yeah. And you didn't know people thought like I did. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm I don't understand I don't how your brain works. And then, but like when I dream, mm-hmm. I can't remember my dreams. I, I visually see things when I dream. Uh-huh. But I don't, I, hmm. Very weird. You have a vivid imagination, but you don't imagine But things. I don't imagine it. But I can, but I, I can picture things happening, but I can't actually picture it. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. crazy fourth wing everyone's flying around they're on dragons they're right, all like, I can, around like, i can't i can't visually see it but i can like i just know you know i'm thinking about it and i'm just like psh, 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 but i can't in see my it head it's just words bouncing around in your brain that's how i picture what's going on in your brain it's just fucking <laughs> words like white words back and yeah. a back black backdrop just no. bouncing around i don't even see that skull. i don't see that <laughs> There's nothing. There's just blackness. It's like people have to show me what to do. When I you need me to do something. Yeah. Show me how to do it. That's how I work. Yeah. Like in my crocheting, I need someone to show me a pattern. Because I, I can't read it and figure out how it works. You know? Right. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how you bring my, I don't either. <laughs> And then I want to talk about a new podcast that I found. Oh. That helps me go to sleep. And it's Ooh. called Boring Books for Bedtime. <gasps> Ooh. So this woman, I don't know what her name is. I just only listened to it twice. But she reads like copy free, copy free, what is Copyright? It? Copyright free like books to sleep. And she like reads them in a way that you're going to fall asleep. But. Uh, nice. I love it. it What's it on? I found it on Apple Podcasts, where you can also find our podcast. <laughs> um, What's it called again? Boring Books for Bedtime. 
Her latest one is called Our National Parks by John Muir, part three. And so she reads sections from Our National Parks by this author. And it's, I love it. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. Uh, Sharon, Sharon Handy. Handy. I'm going to play Sorry. it down. Sorry. Handy. Uh, I, like, look how... Gathered waters into it. Like she just reads it in a way where I'm just like mm. issues from the north side. And I just pass out. And I like, love her. Yeah, that's fine. I love this podcast so much. There's no ads because it's all like Patreon uh, supported. Okay. So I'm a big fan, and I want everyone to listen to it. <sighs> that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep her in business. Heck yeah, I'm a big fan. But that was all I had to talk about. It says, Boring Books for Bedtime is a weekly sleep podcast in which we calmly, quietly read something rather boring <laughs> to silence the brain and chatter, keeping keeping you awake. Think Aristotle, Thoreau, and whoever wrote the 1897 Sears catalog. <laughs> mostly nonfiction, mostly old. A perfect blend of vague, but not too interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. It reminds me of how we used to put my niece to sleep by putting tennis on TV. Nice. Because her brain would just shut off and she'd fall asleep. <laughs> Done. it's so boring. <laughs> it's like watching golf. Yes. Just instant, like, yeah. yeah. So I think that's fun. I wanted to shout it out. Heck yeah. Thanks, Sharon Handy. <laughs> Sharon. <laughs> that's not why you're laughing. No. It's handy. Yeah. Because I'm 12. You're a 12 year old boy. <laughs> So what books have I read, huh? Is that what yeah. we're talking about? Yes. <laughs> Back to the book podcast. Okay, here we go. Hey, that was book related. That was book related. The other thing was book related. It's just in a way of mm-hmm. your brain. Mm-hmm. Some ASMR for you. <laughs> I'm drinking a Diet you can Coke. Put that off. No, I like it. <laughs> it's just a gentle like fizz. cut it out of that episode just the la- oh I was like, can God. you hear that it's like, no what's happening i was like it's your bottle and it's your bottle yeah, you psycho mine's fine <laughs> anyway <clears throat> so i finished where's um, your water bottle what where's your water bottle <laughs> i'm sorry so, no it's fine i Took it to a cross-country meet last night, and then I thought, I was like, oh, well, I have to take it inside into my home. And I put it, I apparently put it in my purse, and but then I couldn't find it in my purse because I wasn't looking deep enough this morning, and I was in a hurry. Uh-huh. So then I got my backup water bottle, and then I got to work, and I was like, why is my bag so heavy? Because you have a And I open it, and I have water. two water bottles in there. I was like, where did you come from? I looked for you today. Oh, no. So now I have this one full of water. Well, it's not full of water. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, water. And I got water in it. Want to hear something silly? Yes. Um, on Monday, I had therapy. And I sat down and I started chatting. I just got right into it. Mm-hmm. And my therapist goes, she raises her hand. And I was like, <laughs> yes. She goes, yes. did you know you have a hole in your shirt? She points across the room. And I was like. What now? <laughs> Sorry, and what? brand new shirt. They must have missed the seam in the oh, factory. No! And so it was like this long of my side that was showing. And I was like, well, that's fucking great. Anywho. <laughs> what a good start to my day. <laughs> awesome. 
Yeah, because it's like 9 a.m. on a Monday morning. I'm starting yeah. with trauma. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> a trauma dump. Trauma, trauma dump. dump. And then mm-hmm. starts my week off great. Great. I should really do therapy on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, end it. Yeah. You're like, here's all my week. Also, trauma. trauma. Get it together, lady. Get it together. I read. Stars in Your Eyes by Kaysen Callender. This was an arc I received from the publisher, which I believe it was from Random House. Yes, Random House loves me. It's called Forever, but um, I think that's an imprint of Random House. Yes. Um, Sorry, I didn't realize you had your hand up. No, yeah. you're fine. In your description of it, yeah. in your review. Yeah. Is it wrong? No, you're fine. Oh. It just, I thought you said it was the characters were both black, the main characters. Yes. But the guy on the cover is not black. Is not black. So they're. I'm very confused. <laughs> they're white passing. Oh, okay. Because um, the guy they're, uh, they're both comes off mixed. as mixed. They are both. Um, is mulatto the right word? I don't know for sure. I can't remember. Um, I apologize. If it's but not. they both have, I think, one black parent and one parent that is white. Okay. And so one of them is lighter skinned than the other, but they are both black. Okay. Awesome. Sorry. I, know, I, I was just too, and I'm so like, confused. This man looks white. <laughs> yeah. And I was this like, is a white man. <laughs> this, this is a white man. <laughs> this is a white man. <laughs> no. Which I don't, I mean, the author wouldn't do that because he's also black. So yeah. I, so I was also, I was yes, very confused. I was, also, I was like, did they fuck him over on the cover? I mean, the cover looks really nice. It's, a, it's adorable. Yes. Well, this is not an adorable book. Oh, no. Okay, well, sorry. Okay. Continue. No, it's fine. It's just really deep. It's got okay. a lot of feelings. Okay. This follows Logan Gray and Maddie Cole. Both are gay black men. Uh, Logan is bisexual and Maddie is gay. And they are actors. Um, they're cast in the same, like, rom-com, which is wonderful. They're getting a gay rom-com. I love it so much. And uh, Logan is kind of like the bad boy. Logan has a lot of issues. He's been in a rehab. His He's had a hard life and you don't really know how hard it is until you get later on in the book. And then it's like, Jesus Christ. Okay. And then, how are you functioning? How are sir? you functioning? And Maddie is kind of a new actor. He's like the golden boy. He's a golden retriever. He's so cute. And I love him. Uh, he has some issues. Um, he, he kind of is ashamed to be gay. He's ashamed to like men because his dad doesn't really accept him for being gay because he's very religious. They grew up religious and it gets to a point where they have to kind of fake date because the promo for the movie isn't going great. So they're like, Oh, it'll be really cute. They Mo- can- oh, it's a movie. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, movie. Sorry, it's a movie. And, no, you're fine. And, um, they fake date and the fake dating turns to obviously like real dating because they grow feelings for each other. But Logan is a very troubled soul. He had a lot of issues growing up as a child actor and being exploited sexually. His father using him to get money, get money to, and he like gave him to his friends. To, oh like, my yeah. God. It's horrible. Oh he has a God. terrible, terrible life like growing up. And so of course this poor man is so traumatized. Yeah. And so he's pushing everybody away. No wonder he would go through drugs and stuff. Yeah. And he just, he, he, he just acts out and he's never really like sought therapy and he never has like talked about it to anybody before. Maddie's the first one he's ever talked about 
his trauma too. And I'm like, dude, this is not. You going need to see it. This is not going to end well. <laughs> and Maddie's also dealing with uh, kind of his desire to always try to fix things. So he thinks he can fix Logan when Lo- you can't fix Logan. Logan has to fix himself. And it. It turned into like this. You think it's gonna be this like oh it's gonna be like an oh enemy. It's a rom com about a rom com. Yeah, and it's gonna be so cute. I was like, <gasps> this is deep. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there was a lot of deep emotional shit happening in this mm-hmm. book, mm-hmm. and I like that aspect. I like the characters a lot. I like the way it kind of went. I don't love the writing style in it. Okay. Uh, this is Case and Calendar's first adult romance Mm -hmm. and so i feel like it's kind of reading ya but about adult topics like it's very simple it's very simply written there's a lot of short sentences a lot of i don't know it just felt really like staccato writing which i did not love Mm -hmm. but that could just be a me thing is it is it the narrator does that make sense was the narrator is that like the narrator's education or you know like does that make sense the narrator yeah, like the the narrator. So it's told in dual perspective. Oh, okay. So uh, both perspectives were that yes, choppy. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Does that did that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. Sorry. And it, 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 I thought it was at first that like Logan's was that way because he's very traumatized and like yeah. that's just kind of how he thought. So it kind of got better as the book went on, but I don't know. I just don't like that. I don't like the way it was written mm-hmm. out and the way mm-hmm. it flowed, but the emotions were there and intense. I do recommend it, but like check out the trigger warnings. I don't know if they're somewhere online, but like both of these men have been through a lot of stuff. And then, so there was like sex mentioned, Mm -hmm. but it got kind of weird because I don't know, Maddie like gets really dominant and it's really weird. (laughs) There's a lot of trauma. Yeah. And and Logan uses like sex to cover up the trauma and it just got weird. I don't know. (sighs) That part I didn't love either, but I gave it four stars. It's like a three and a half, but Mm -hmm. I made it four on Goodreads. So I I enjoyed it. But like, (laughs) it's just not what I expected. Right. You know, I thought it was going to, like, the cover looks cute. It's like, there's about these two actors and a rom-com and they're big dating. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be so cute. I'm like, oh my God. Trauma, trauma, trauma. Oh, trauma. (laughs) (laughs) If you're traumatized, oh my goodness, oh my God. But I, I love that it's a, he, he's a, I believe he's a gay, you know, black author writing about gay black men. So I love that so much. Mm-hmm. And that was great. But nice. like, oh my God, drama. And then I switched gears entirely. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's enough of that. I don't want to feel feelings. Let's uh, <laughs> read something dumb. So then I've read uh, Anna Huang before. Anna Huang wrote like the Twisted Love series, which I did not like. Uh, I thought they were just. I was like, you know what? Have you read anything of hers that you did like? Now I have. Okay. (laughs) I was like, why are you giving this woman a second chance? Listen. Okay. (laughs) So this YouTuber I I watch, I've shouted her out several times. Her name is Lacey. I think it's Lacey Reads or Lacey Love Reads. I don't. I think it's Lacey Reads. I love her because she and I have very similar romance trope, like, enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And she. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) Same. she has come out with this new series called the kings of sin it's like okay well i like sin i like sin (laughs) and uh lacy's raving about it she really likes it okay 
just read it. And I devoured this first book. It's called King of Wrath. And I gave it five stars. And I read it in like a day. So, because it kind of, it follows these like billionaires, kind of. All the men are these billionaires. Uh-huh. And this one's about Dante, which I just read a book about a man named Dante. And, That's funny. Yeah. yeah. And Vivian. Vivian is the daughter of these, this, this, this family is like new money. They have a, a jewelry company. And so her family is rich, but they're new. So that no one, you know, it's different between new money and old money. Yes. And Dante is from this. He's the CEO of their, his family's company where they, they're like luxury goods. And so he's kind of old money. And um, Vivian's dad is like, I need to marry you off. You're going to be married off and to someone that'll further our family reputation he sucks and so he chooses dante but like dante is like the bachelor like everyone wants him so how do you get him so he ends up blackmailing dante to marry vivian uh and so dante obviously hates it but then they i love it and uh it's really addicting Uh uh-huh so it's a marriage of not a marriage inconvenience, like a like a an arranged marriage. Yeah, blackmailing rich people and oh god, it was just so good. Like the smut was good, the uh-huh. tension is good. Uh-huh. I love tension. I love angst. Uh huh. Nice. I eat it up like candy. I I just devoured it. I love it so much. Fantastic. So I finished that. Uh-huh. And now it's a series. Of course. So I'm reading number two. Uh-huh. It's called King of Pride. And oh, King of Pride follows Kai and Isabella. Isabella is Vivian's best friend. Okay. And Kai is also kind of Dante's best friend. And Isabella is the bartender at this exclusive club they're all part of. It's yes. called like the Valhalla Club. Hot. Sorry. Hot. (laughs) And it's just exclusive and rich. And you just, where's my billionaire? Right. Right. And so Kai is like the quiet button up kind of guy. He's very by the rules. He like wears glasses and he reads. And I (laughs) I jab myself in the face. (laughs) And Isabella is like the wild child. She's the bartender. She doesn't really have her life together. And they're not supposed to be in a relationship because she works for the, the club. And he's like a club. Uh, like on the board and he's trying to be the CEO of his of his family's company but there's a vote it's a whole thing mm. <sighs> man the d- so have you finished it no I'm like 70% done oh wow um, the tension god the tension in these books is so good because they're not supposed to like each other right because he can't have any scandals because he's trying to be the CEO of his family's company and she can't get fired from her job because she, she needs his money. job and she wants to be a writer so she's writing but like her job is obviously her livelihood it's whole thing and it's just it's so good nice <laughs> i'm having a good time oh fantastic i love it so much i'm so shocked mm-hmm. because i did not like anna huang's first series so surprised nice surprise. <laughs> and then <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm excuse me i just started the audiobook of an audiobook who is she sophia who is she no. Because <laughs> I don't read audiobooks very often. Correct. But it's called The Adventures of Amina Al-Sarafi by Shannon Shakraborty. Mm-hmm. And I should tell who the narrator is. 
because she's doing a great job, even though I'm only 5% into it. Narrated by Lamis Isaac and um, Amin El Gamal. Uh, one is a man. The other person is a woman. The woman narrates, I'm, I'm assuming the majority of the book. It's told in a way that uh, Mina is a pirate. And the first part is someone like talking about her as a person and like how her adventurous she is. And then he's like, well, I'll let you, I'll let her tell her tale from her point of view. So then she takes over and now she's kind of telling her adventures and I don't know much else about it, but I'm very excited about it. It's, I think I'm going to love it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 16 hour audiobook, So Mm -hmm. it's a bit lengthy. Uh But at two point, the two times speed, it's still pretty slow. So I might speed it up a little bit more. But I am It depends on the narrators. Yes. I am loving it. And that is all for me. Nice. I How about you? was able to finish Lotus by Jennifer Hartman, narrated by TJ Clark and Marie Hawkins. Oh, we must have talked about this just like in our regular life. No, we talked oh. about it last week a okay. smidge, but I hadn't finished, hadn't finished it yet. It. Okay. Because I was like, we talked about this. Right? Am I wrong? No, I have to, I, you're right. You have to be right. I don't have to be anything. No, no, you're right. Talk about it again anyway. <laughs> Sorry. No, I know I didn't finish no, it. I just think we talked about it in real life. Yeah. Is what I'm confusing it with. No, we talked about it the end. The yeah. end. Yes. Yeah. We talked yeah, yeah, about yeah. the end That's what in I mean. real life. Yes, I'm so sorry. You're fine. What bonkers. So good. Yeah. Um the title, amazing. Mm-hmm. I that tie-in mm-hmm. at the end. I was like, <gasps> and like, there's also called Lotus. <laughs> and there's like my little notebook because I, I finished it when I was at work. Mm-hmm. And there's a notebook where I, you know, my desk and I wrote it out. And I was like, it's <laughs> 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 so cute. Yep, yep it's we very kept cute. Going and yep. I just loved it so much. It was, <laughs> it was really good. So I gave it four stars mm-hmm. because the man needed therapy. He needed therapy so, so bad. bad. And he just, he kind of gets it. Yeah. Later. But like that. To the no. point that he needs it. should have gotten it six months ago. Yeah. Because he didn't get therapy. He got psychotherapy yeah, or something like that. He needed where a she, therapist. He was put under like hypnosis. Yeah. The man needed therapy. I don't think we should have started with that. Nope, 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 nope. Um, therapy for his trauma, my God. My God. <laughs> um, but the tension, the tension. the smut was fantastic. Right. And the thing with his brother, also good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her sister, oh yep. my God. I know. All of that. All yep. of it. I lost yep. it. Yep. Yeah, we definitely talked about it in this yep. person. I had a lot to say. It was really good. So thank you to... Neck Alley and the publisher mm-hmm. for a, I think it's an advanced reader copy, at least of the audio. Right. I actually looked it up. Yes. The audio uh, came out September 5th. Oh, okay. And um, I looked and there are other books of hers available on audio. Okay. So that is good to know. And I would definitely read more from Jennifer Harmon. Still beating. I don't know if that's on audio, but that is really intense. <laughs> In a good way? I mean... <laughs> Sorry. What these two characters go through is really horrible. Oh, I think I remember that one. Because yeah. I thought maybe that was this one. When, and no. then I started reading. I was like, oh, thank God. It's not that one. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't read that I one. I mean, I... 
liked it. Because they were kidnapped, right? Yeah. Yeah. And forced to yeah. have sex with each other. Yeah. And it's just kind of makes you feel icky. Icky. But then it gets better. <laughs> so that's it good. It gets better. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. Um, that's fine. So, <laughs> so moving on. Anyway. Um, I also hmm. was able to start and finish One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins oh, Reid. that's right. And it's narrated by Julia Whalen. <gasps> Who we I love. love. The queen. Oh my God. Oh my God. She deserves it. She does. Yep. Um, this is the story of Emma Blair and she married her high school sweetheart, Jesse, uh, a few years after graduation. And it was like the day before their one year wedding anniversary. And he has to go on a work trip to Alaska. So he gets in a helicopter and the helicopter goes missing over the ocean mm-hmm. and uh, presumed dead for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. So then we're back to Emma Three and a half years later, she has finally let herself move on from this big loss. I mean, he was her first love, her high school sweetheart. She loved him so much. Mm -hmm. They were having such a great time. And so she has, um, is now engaged to a man named Sam. They're super adorable. They have two cats together. He taught her how to play the piano. Like her life has changed so much. Yeah. And then she gets a phone call. And it's Jesse. Oh my God! And they found him. Uh, he he lived. He survived. He lived. And it's insane. And so then he's like, "I'll be home and I'll be home in a few days, baby." And she's like, "Fuck!" Like this man has been like thinking about coming back to his wife for right. three and a half years. Right. And her heart broke. Right. You know, it's what you, so oh crazy. My God, what do you it's do? It's so crazy. What do you do? So yeah. that this is kind of the what do you do? Oh God, that's so horrible. Yeah. Because like he's like, I'll never replace I'll not ne- Sam says, I'll never replace Jesse. Yeah, right. And then now it's like Yeah, but now he has to like kinda like Now so you have to choose between us. <laughs> Oh, what my do you God. Do? What a horrible, horrible situation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's written really well. It's Taylor Jenkins Reid. Right. I think she did a fantastic job. Yeah. And uh, I love it. I gave it five stars. Awesome. It was really like, I I get it. Yeah. You know, I was like, girl, I understand you. Right. <laughs> You're like, I get you. I don't know what I would do. What? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. It'll be an interesting discussion in book club. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was really, it'll be great. Yeah. So that was, of course, our book club book for September. That's the one TGR book I haven't read. Well, you're welcome. I'm so afraid. No, I'm afraid of it. It's so good, though. It's so good. What if I picked the wrong one? It doesn't matter. Oh, no. (laughs) And then I also started and finished a reread of Supernova, which is number three in the Renegade series by Marissa Meyer, narrated by Rebecca Soler and Dan Bittner. It bothers me that Rebecca's name is second and Dan's is first, when obviously most of the perspective is from Nova, which is narrated by Rebecca, but it's fine. They just have them listed weird on here. (laughs) That's not sexist at all. That's strange. Hmm. Uh, I'm still chipping away at Fly With Me by Andy Burke. Yeah, you've been reading that for a while, man. <laughs> oh, no. Don't I know it. Um, I'm going to bump that up it, to like three times. <laughs> get it done. I should. should. Um, I'm not. I don't have a ton left. Let's look it up. I'm 69% in. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> My co-host is a teenage boy. <laughs> 
Anyway, be nice <laughs> in a good way. In a good way, yes, of course. So it's okay. It was picking up a bit when I was reading it, but then I got distracted. And I wanted to finish Renegade, or the Renegade series. Right. And then uh, I picked up, I got the, um, on Libby, I got this book that one of my employees actually recommended to me. I was wondering where this book came from. Yeah. I saw it on Goodreads today. Yeah. I was like, ma'am, what, how, who? <laughs> so. I know everything you read, but it's this. <laughs> <laughs> this is called uh, The Black Witch by Lori Forrest. It's, of course, not listed for the narrators, which upsets me, but they'll be in the show description. Uh, I'm just going to read the description. Okay. Um, Also, earlier, I was looking it up, and I was disappointed. It's actually YA. Um, But I have a feeling it's going to be just like Throne of Glass, Mm. where it's like she was really young in the beginning of the series. Right. Oh, it's a series? Yes. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> it says a new black witch will rise her powers vast beyond imagining Ellerin, weird name <laughs> gardener is the granddaughter of the last prophesied black witch who drove back the enemy forces and saved the guard gardenerian oh <laughs> people during the realm war that's her last name with an e in at the end it's weird that is very strange during the realm war but while she was the absolute spitting image of her famous grandmother ellerin is utterly devoid of power in a society that prizes magical ability above all else when she is granted the opportunity to pursue her lifelong dream of becoming an apothecary ellerin joins her brothers at the prestigious verse verpa university to embrace destiny of her own free from the shadow of her grandmother's legacy but of but soon (laughs) i was like what but soon (laughs) She soon, but she soon realizes that the university, which admits all manners of people, including the fire-wielding, winged Icarus, and the sworn enemies of the Gardenerians, is a treacherous place for the granddaughter of the Black Witch. As evil looms on the horizon, and the pressure to live up to her heritage builds, everything Ellerin thought she knew would be changed and torn away. Her best hope to, of survival may be among the most unlikely band of rebels. Mm. If only she can find the courage to trust those she's been taught to fear. Ooh. I mean, that yeah. sounds interesting. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm really liking it so far. Uh, I was like trying to find an excuse to listen to it before I got here. So that's got to <laughs> count for something. So I'm 28% in. I started it this morning. Dang. And it's 18 hours. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Why? Is it that there thick? There are five books in the series. Yeah. Wow. That's exciting. A new yeah. series. A new series. It yeah. is YA fantasy, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I swear to God, there's like at least two, like there's a 0.5 and a 1.5. And I was like, girl. Oh, uh, God. I don't like want Yeah. I probably won't read them. (laughs) I'm not gonna. You can't make me. (laughs) I probably won't read them, but 
Um, I'm excited. It's it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. Maybe if there's gonna be a love interest. Her her aunt or her aunt keeps on trying to like get her to make like a a I don't remember what they call it, but it's like a bond of marriage oh. bond. Mm-hmm. So then it's like a promise. So they like wave a wand over your guys' hands, and mm-hmm. then it's like there's a marking, kind of gotcha. like the like a secret thing in Harry Potter when mm-hmm. they do the promise. Yeah. A blood oath, or like a... Yeah. Uh, it's like a blood promise or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But like this, but like... Do you solemnly swear to not, to not kill to marry this person? Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, she wants to marry her off or promise her to somebody. And she's like, um, I'm 17. Can you calm down, please? <laughs> um, My God, Mom. Yes. Like, my aunt. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And then her, like, uncle has been trying to, like, keep her sequestered. Like, her... Not her aunt's husband, but, like, her uncle um, has been trying to, like, keep her sequestered all these years. Because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, no, 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 no. She doesn't have powers. Like, she's, she doesn't, she doesn't have powers. I mean, she does have she powers. Does. Of course she does. <laughs> sure as shit, I'm sure she, she does. She is not like other girls. Right. Okay. In fact, <laughs> she has powers. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know who to trust here. And mm. then, like, someone just, like, kicked her into a hog pen right now. And so oh, I was like, shit. Girl, get out of there. They're, like, picking on her. And she's like, why are you so Because <laughs> people are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Especially teens. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, And, like, what really got me to want to read this is my, my one employee. She said she's read it twice. Like, the whole series oh, shit. twice. Wow. And I was like, girl, I'm going to have to read that. That's dedication. Yeah. So it must be super good. I hadn't heard of it before. No. But. That's why I was so confused. I was on Goodreads. And I was like, Sophia, what the hell are you reading? Fuck is this? What is that? I know. I know what you're reading. What is this? Where did this come from? (laughs) Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Um, I also. Jiminy Christmas, lady. <laughs> I got a copy of it's not an arc or anything like that, but it is the second book in the um it was like she who became a son. Oh Shelly Parker Chan. Yes. Uh he He Who, who Drowned, drowned the, world. the World. Okay, I remember seeing I got it. that on Libby. It came out in our time. Uh uh, last week so um it is narrated by natalie Nottis. i love natalie and um yeah it's a sequel and series conclusion to she who became the sun oh see i didn't know it was a series yes That's i know it was and they say it's mulan meets the song of achilles i've heard a rumor about this book about oh. she who became the sun uh-huh is there a fisting scene <laughs> I honestly, I read it. I read the first one, and I don't really remember okay. there being this thing. I remember there being an intimate scene, right? Um, I remember specifically that I was gardening while <laughs> I was listening to that scene. So I must not have like. I don't remember like this, but I remember. I also remember hearing about that, and then I got to yeah. the end of the book, and I was like, "Where was the fisting?" <laughs> Not that I was looking for it. Not that I wanted it, but no. where was it? Yeah. No, I don't remember it. Odd. Okay. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> not that matters. I remember I'm not just, absolutely loving I'm just it. Confused. But I also want to read the next book. I right. want to see if I like the next book. Because the main character is not 
is kind of trans, like kind of not, mm-hmm. like is not trans, but like she went to war to like as her brother. Right. Like Mulan inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then like is male presenting. Right. Most of the time. Right. I think even with like her wife, because <laughs> like he gets married. Oh, and that's the woman wow. that he's with. Wow. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> and then it's he's she's like she's like um so I don't have a <laughs> there's not any penetration. However, but my fist. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't remember. <laughs> I can't believe you don't remember it. I don't. <laughs> we'll see if the second book has Sorry, any, and I'll let you know. I just love oh, it so funny. <laughs> oh my god. We'll see. We'll see if I get, you know, we'll I see never, if I get to it next week. Yeah. I hope you um, do. <laughs> I never <laughs> thought we'd talk about fisting on this podcast, but you know. Yeah. How did you not? I don't uh, I mean really. Yeah. About literally everything else. Come on. It's just the thought of it. I don't like it. <laughs> oh no. Anyway. <laughs> You've read so many things. I'm so proud of you. I know. I'm still five books behind. Five books behind. But yeah, it's but fine. look at that slump be gone. I know. Mm. It's like a spray. <laughs> it, did, it definitely sounded like it when I said it. Yeah. So then I was like, be gone. Punching things. Like yeah. Like your fists are poison. No more fists. No more fists. No punching. I'm not talking about fists anymore. <laughs> I was completely I off of fisting. Hear the word fist. <laughs> Or fisting? Oh, we're done! <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Speaking of fisting, no, I'm just I'm so tired. <laughs> I am ready for today's topic, Morgan. Are you? <laughs> I was born ready. Awesome. I'm the readiest that you could be ready. Thanks. You're so, welcome. Even though today's uh, published date of the podcast is September 12th, right. our topic today is actually fourth quarter book releases. Yes. Because it's our podcast and we can do what we want. We can do what we want. Yeah. No, we did not have a topic for today. We moved something up. That's crazy. That's crazy. Who, who does that? Not us. Not us. Although anyway. we do have crazy eyes right now. <laughs> Completely unrelated. Anyway, <laughs> before we before we started uh, recording, I mentioned to Morgan that it's kind of difficult when we do do the uh, quarterly releases because usually that last month of the bundle of that quarter is is pretty sparse mm-hmm. because a lot of books don't get their release dates until yeah. like three not three, two months before their, you know, right. before their release date. Very upset. Um, sometimes things get pushed around. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. So they don't really like to announce, announce it. They're like, it's going to come out in November, but really it's going to come out like November 27th or right. whatever it is. Right. So um, that being said, there were a few September book releases we want to touch on uh, before we hit uh, October, November, December. Correct. So Morgan. Sophie. <laughs> my first one i didn't write down when these come out um because sophie I told did. me about this before oh i'm so sorry the september ones i got everyone else oh sorry uh the long game by elena armas came um, out september 5th 
September 5th. I want to read this so bad. I have given both of her books five stars. So mm-hmm. I am very excited. I don't yes. even care what it's about. I think yes. it's about some sort of she sport. wrote the, the Spanish, Spanish Love, Love Deception. Deception. And the American Roommate Experiment. And yes. I loved both of them. So if you read the first one, yes. you haven't read the second one? I didn't yet. That's weird. Oh, oh my God. Uh, but I adored both of them, and I'm excited about that one. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, one. Okay. There's there's so many. Um, there's this one, and I don't know if I'd ever read it, but I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. This book is called The September House by Carissa Orlando. Comes out in October. <laughs> Sorry, I made a joke to myself that, that came out. I, I was like, I didn't mean for it to come out out loud. I was like, September 5th. Yeah. <laughs> the September listen, house comes out listen, in October. It was, <laughs> I meant to say it just in my head, but it came out of my mouth. <laughs> I do that when I roll over in the middle of the night and I like talk to Nick and he's like, the fuck were you saying what last you night? Saying? And I'm like, I have no idea. I I, you can't blame me for conversations that I have in my sleep. Yes. But I meant to not say that. That was just a joke in my head and it came out. Exactly. Sorry. Um, this is a paranormal horror mystery thriller. Oh, you got all the genres in there. Yeah. It says a woman is determined to stay in her dream home even after it becomes a haunted nightmare in this compulsively readable twist and twisty and layered debut novel. Oh, it's a debut. I love that. Yes. And... Um, I'm just going to read the first paragraph-ish. Mm-hmm. When Margaret and her husband, Hal, bought the large Victorian house on Hawthorne Street for sale as at a surprisingly reasonable price, they couldn't believe they finally had a home of their own. Then they discovered the hauntings. Mm-hmm. Everly, every September, the walls drip blood. Oh, cool. The ghosts <laughs> of former inhabitants appear, and all of them are terrified of something that lurks in the basement. Most people would flee. Margaret is not most people. <laughs> it's got a 4.27. It sounds really interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Every September. <laughs> the walls bleed. It's fine. It's, it's fine, September. guys. It's fine. Don't worry about it. August 31st just starts, like, covering all the furniture. Yeah. Oh, we gotta prepare. The walls bleed. Sorry about Don't that. Worry. The Don't worry about bleeding. it. It's a bleeding day. Next. I was trying to quick Google something. I'm so sorry. You're fine. You're fine. You don't have, we don't have to do it. Um, the, I really want to read The Fragile Threads of Power by V.E. Schwab. Mm -hmm. I'm scared of it because I have a love-hate relationship with V.E. Schwab. September 26th. Yes. September 26th, because I obviously love Addie LaRue, but I have not liked much of anything else that I've read. Mm-hmm. Bit of a bummer, but that's very disappointing. I will maybe read it someday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> once the official reviews come in. Yeah. yeah. I tried to get an argument. They said no. I was oh. like, cool, that's fine. I don't want it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't want it. I did. I really did. Sorry. It's fine. The next one I have is actually the first in a new series. Ooh. Uh, it's called Enchanted to Meet You by Meg Cabot, who is the author of The Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries? Um, been writing for like a hundred years. The last time we talked about Meg Cabot, she was putting out like 
it was like a Princess Diaries sequel of like COVID and her like diaries yes. during COVID that came out. I thought Damn. it was the dumbest fucking thing I had ever heard of in my Listen, life. She just needs money, okay? Leave her alone. Right. But this tagline really got me. Mm. A witchy rom com from New York Times bestseller Meg Cabot about a plus size witch who must oh, team no. up with a handsome stranger to help protect her village from an otherworldly force. But will she be able to protect her heart? I thought it was interesting. It does sound interesting. I'm upset about it. No, it's got a 3.88. That's not that great. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but it's not terrible. But that's like only 200 and some reviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder what what happened with that stupid other one. Right. I want to look it up. Um... Although she has a book that came out in 2005 that says size 12 is not fat. Oh. That's the title of that book. No, don't read it. I read it. Oh, that's horrible. It was horrible. That sounds horrible. Horrible. I read it when I was younger. Well. Not. Do not recommend it. I mean, it was like a, it was 2005. It was what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the Quarantine Princess Diaries. I just wanted to look up and see. Um, that's no! Got a, that's got a 3.56. too high. That's horrible. It's too high. I didn't read it, but it's too high. That's way too high. <laughs> it's too it's high. number 12 in the Princess Diaries series. Ma'am. Meg, stop. Stop. Stop it. I mean, I'm sure they're great if you like them. When, when, when did she think? <sighs> stop. <laughs> I just lost the book I was going to talk about. I'm sorry. Son of a biscuit. Oh, that's because I'm a moron. I just kept scrolling. Because <laughs> I'm a moron. I just kept scrolling. I just saw it. It technically came out in our time today, which I'm confused because it's in the September hmm. list. But um, I don't want to hear about it. Well, I bought it. So I have it on Kindle. If I could just fucking, <laughs> fuck if I could just fucking find it. I know, how to, I know how to look things up. Yes. So I found this person originally on TikTok. Her name is Hannah Nicole Maher. M-A-E-H-R-E-R. Maher. She had, it was called like the Assistant to the Villain series. And so she played, well obviously she played all of them. But her main character was an assistant. Like she was the sunshine, sunshine to this like grumpy assistant. And there was a little love story between the assistant and, and the grump and the, her boss. And she turned it into a book and I'm very excited about it. It's oh, called assistant to the villain. And I will read the description to you. I'm excited right now, right now. Right now. With ailing family to support, Evie Sage's employment status isn't just important. It's vital. So when a mishap with, Rendon's most infamous villain <laughs> results in a job. It's a town. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Naturally, she says yes. No job is perfect, of course, but even less so when you develop a teeny crush on your terrifying, temperamental, and undeniably hot boss. Don't find evil attractive, Evie. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Just when she's getting used to severed heads suspended from the ceiling and the odd squish of an errant eyeball beneath her heel, Evie suspects this dungeon has a huge rat and not just the literal kind because something rotten is going on in the kingdom of Renadon and someone wants to take the villain and his entire nefarious empire out. Now, Evie must not only resist drooling over her boss, 
and but also figure out exactly who is sabotaging his work and ensure he makes them pay. After all, a good job is hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. I was so excited about it. I was horrified with the, with the stepping the, on eyeballs. And the heads from the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, but her TikToks were always so funny. And I am very excited. You're going to have to send me one because I would love to see it. Yeah, I will do that because <laughs> I adore her. You're having a great She's time. She's like the sunshiniest sunshine. Aww. It was so cute. I'm very excited about it. But, but like it says it comes out in September, but it came out today, August 30th. But I still want to talk about it. Weird. Yep. Yeah. It's practically. September. Yeah. September's in two days. It's fine. Fine. <laughs> this book is called 19 Steps by Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, that Millie, Bo- M- Millie Bobby Brown. Okay. Did not know she was writing a book. Yeah. Interesting. It says Emmy nominated actress and producer Millie Bobby Brown's debut novel. Oh my God. 19 Steps is a moving tale of love, longing, and loss inspired by the true events of her family's experience during World War II. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So it's not even like a nonfiction. No, but it's it's historical fiction. Right. It's based on her family. Yeah. I thought That's it was interesting. interesting. Will I read it? Probably not. No, I'm really not a big historical fiction I'm World not War II person. Unless it's like book club. Right. Then I have to. Then I have to. It's funny because I'm the one who assigns them. Right. I don't like reading them in my free time. Exactly. Do you have anything else? Um. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I have two different things. Let me look. Um, Cleat Cute by Meryl Wilsner. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this one? Yes. <laughs> have you? Have you no. I requested an arc and they haven't told me yes or no yet. I'm so mad. All I know is that it's about women. Mm-hmm. Women, women, loving women. This is a sapphic rivals to lovers rom-com for fans of Ted Lasso and oh, A League of Their Ted Own. Ted Lasso! And a league of their own. Oh my god! Two soccer teammates are at odds before falling in love as their team gears up for the World Cup. Ted Lasso. Now that I think about it, someone did describe it as that. I freaking love Ted Lasso. Yeah, I know you do. I mean, I haven't watched it since I started it when I binged it in like two days. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. That sounds really cute. Right? Yeah. It's on my list. Like I said, I (laughs) requested an art. like... She's not getting it. I'm not it. getting it. But it's fine. I'm not. It's fine. it's fine. I didn't check who the publisher is, but I'm probably not going to get it. Also, this next one coming out uh, is number six in the Percy Jackson and the Olympian, Olympian series, mm. The Chalice of the Gods by Rick Riordan. I Interesting. I probably will not read it. No, um, it but says, I'm excited that it's coming yeah. out. Um, it says the original heroes from The Lightning Thief are reunited for their biggest challenge yet getting Percy to college when the gods are standing in his way. See, I look like he's in college. That's so cute. Yes. So he's aged a little. Thank right. you, Rick. I don't really have any other ones for September. Um, The only other one is there's a Stephen King book coming out, but no one cares because Stephen King has his own PR and everyone's going to read it anyway. Right. Um, And then Fall of Rune and Wraith by Jennifer L. Armantrout on September Oh, yeah. That's 12th. a new fantasy book she's writing. Yes. 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 Or obviously wrote It's Coming Out. You yes. So that's it. all I have for September. That's kind of our September wrap up, I guess. Yay! And what do you have for October? I have so many. I October and November are crazy. Yeah. Which I knew November was, but mm-hmm. damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. 
So my first one in October is King of Greed by Anna Huang. <laughs> this one comes out October 25th. And it's, so I think there's going to be a lot of groveling, which I'm very excited about. We know how I love a good grovel. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God, make him work for it because yep. he deserves it. Because <laughs> I know it follows a couple, the guy is like, he's called the King of Wall Street and he obviously works all the time and his wife is like... <clears throat> Well, fuck you. <laughs> like, you Literally, suck. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, so goodbye. And he's like, no, I gotta work. I gotta wet, fight for my wife and realize that I love her and blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, you yeah, better you grovel your ass off, boy. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first one I have for October comes out October 3rd. It is called Eve. How the Female Body Drove 200 Million Years of Human Evolution. And it's by Kat Bohannon. Interesting. It's the real origin of our species, a myth-busting, eye-opening landmark account of how humans evolved, offering a paradigm shift in our... Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's a weird word. It is a weird I word. I feel dumb. And it doesn't, it's not, you don't think Paradigm. it's pronounced how it's spelled. You're right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Paradigm. Paradigm. <laughs> like, why is there a G? Right. This is making, it's a silent G. Yeah. Continue. Ridiculous. Shift in our thinking <laughs> about what the female body is, how it came to be, and how this evolution still shapes all our lives today. That it's nonfiction. Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it sounds interesting. I uh, it is six hundred and twenty-four pages. Jesus I will Christ. not be reading it. <laughs> oh my However, god. It just sounds interesting. Um it is only eighteen hours. I say only because the other book I'm reading is also eighteen. Hours. Right, but it's eighteen non-fiction. hours of nonfiction. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Sounds terrible. It sounds really bad. But it sounds like it. I would like to read it. I'm not gonna. I like but the I would content. Like the content. But yes, ma'am, I'm it here. Is I'm too here. long. Yes, exactly. Next. So I didn't go in any order. I'm sorry. I started off with the 25th of October. No, I'm. Uh, I was. I was doing it all on my computer. I was okay. popping. I was doing. I literally was doing my job <gasps> while doing this. That's true. That's true. I love that. Uh-huh. I gotta look them up on my computer because I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's okay. I am underprepared. If I could just... Thank you. It's called Midnight is the Darkest Hour by Ashley Winstead. Mm. Comes out October 3rd. I kind of want to go into it not knowing much. Mm -hmm. um, Because I loved In My Dreams I Hold a Knife. And I have not read The Last Housewife. But that's fine. It says, uh, comes a gothic southern thriller about a killer haunting a small Louisiana town where two outcasts, the preacher's daughter and the boy from the wrong side of the tracks, hold the key to uncovering the truth. Ooh. Bah, bah, bah. I love that. Comes, uh, is the examination of the ways love... Of the ways we've come to expect love, religion, and stories to save us, the lengths we have to go to in order to take back power, and the monstrous work of being a girl in this world. Fuck yeah. I trust Ashley Winstead to do what she's got to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited about this. That's fantastic. 400 pages. Not bad. Not bad. So, excited about that. (laughs) The next one I have is called The Spells We Cast by Jason June. Never heard of Jason June before. However, uh, best New York Times bestselling author. Um, From assist- where? <laughs> right. 
<laughs> it says a story of spells slinging, lasso swinging, and s- <laughs> sorry, spell slinging and lasso swinging. Shut up. No, I had a SpongeBob. He's the hash slinging slasher. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to interrupt. Oh God, you. no! I just, I just couldn't stop laughing to myself. Anyway, <laughs> of spell slinging, lasso. Swinging and star-crossed love, perfect for fans of Cemetery Boys and Carry On. Oh shit! And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Oh, so it's gay. Sign me up, motherfuckers. So it's gay. We're both doing dances. So I'm super excited for that. October third. Hell yeah! Next. Uh, mine is called Wildfire by Hannah Grace. Mm-hmm. Hannah Grace wrote. Um. Oh no! I got it. Shh. I'll look it up. <laughs> like my computer is not bringing up my the, Oh, there it is. Um, the hash slinging, the slash ringing, the hash slinging. Uh, it's called Icebreaker, which okay. I loved. It's about a figure skater and a hockey player. Oh yes. And I Wildfire. I. Uh, all us, I'm just going to read the little tagline. It says, The latest in the Maple Hill series follows two summer camp counselors who reconnect after a sizzling one-night stand. Ooh. I love summer camp stories. Yeah? I love them so much. I don't know why. I don't either. Probably because we couldn't go as kids. Oh, no. I went to one. Oh. It was a church one. Oh. And I hated it so much. I had a terrible experience. Kids are mean. Mm-hmm. And I was a quiet kid and they picked on me. And I'm like, this is a church camp. You guys are assholes. And this is a church camp. <laughs> it all fucking adds up. It all makes sense. You guys are so mean. And uh, anyway, that's my own trauma that I had to work through. But <laughs> I'm excited about this book. Because it's like positive summer camp experience. <laughs> right. It's the summer camp experience that you wish you loved. had. But kids are assholes. They really are. Anyway, <laughs> this comes out uh, October 3rd. October 3rd's a big day. Great. Yeah. I have another one that comes out on October 3rd. Love it. It's The Scandalous Confessions of Lydia Bennett, Witch. <gasps> witch. By Melinda Taub. Like, witch? A sparkling witchy reimagined Ooh. Uh, reimagining of Pride and Prejudice told from the perspective of the troublesome and, according to her, much maligned Young Ben, youngest Bennett sister Lydia. I hate Lydia. I know, but I really want to read it. <laughs> I love that it's from her, her right? perspective, or her point of view, or whatever you know. Right about her, I love. And it. She's, and she's a, a witch. witch. Not a witch. I'm your wife. I hate my brain. <laughs> I was gonna go. She's a witch. She's she a witch. Came down in a bubble duck, and I went a different direction. I went the princess bride. <laughs> So I'm not a witch of your wife. Anyway. And after what you just said, I'm not sure if I want to be that. Oh, no. I hate us. It's great. Our brains are a great place. Yeah. What do you got next? <laughs> um, it's called Sterling House by Alex E. Harrow. Comes out October 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> I've wanted to read an Alex E. Harrow book before, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. 
This is, says, a grim and gothic new tale from, obviously, the author, about a small town haunted by secrets that can't stay buried in the sinister house that sits at the crossroads of all of it. Ooh. The cover looks cool. There's a lot of birds happening in this. Um, when you look further into it, it's kind of weird. There's just lots of birds. Um, but I'm excited about it. If Opal wants a home, she'll have to fight for it. I don't know. I don't know if it's YA. It sounds, hmm. I don't know. I want, can I have a tag of some sort? A genre? Bueller. 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 No. Bueller's <laughs> gone. Bueller doesn't exist. <laughs> I can't find a single thing on this fucking website. What website are you on? <laughs> It should be right below the description. I don't see it. Let me see. I can't. Can't give up. I'll never surrender. Let's give up. This episode's going to be a hundred years long. And it's mm-hmm. mine to edit. Oh no, it doesn't say. It just says fantasy, horror, gothic, adult. Fiction, romance, mystery. Boom. That's why That's why it didn't say it was YA. Because it's not shit. So what's your next one? That was a whole trip in itself. <laughs> this one is called Find Him Where You Left Him Dead by Kristen Simmons. Never heard of it. It says it a uh, horror, young adult fantasy, mythology, thriller, paranormal. Uh, at dawn, he'll be gone and you'll be here forever. Mm. Jumanji, but Japanese inspired about estranged be- friends playing a deadly game in a nightmarish folkloric underworld. Uh, four years ago, five kids started a game. Now all of them survived. Not all of them survived. I love Jumanji. I know. It sounds interesting. It does sound interesting. Where did you find that? Internet. The internet. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay, sorry. I'm ready. So my next book is called Hopeless by Elsie Silver. It is book five in the Chestnut Springs series. Uh Uh-huh. I, listen, (laughs) I need it. Like, I need my life. I need my next breath. 13th, except, okay, I knew it was an age gap. Mm-hmm. He's 35 and she's 22. I don't like that. I don't think I do either, but I, I see will that's read it. 13 years. I'm currently 35. Yeah. The idea, of course, women are more mature than men, mm-hmm. which is, you know, a fact. And so uh, dating a 22 year old sounds disgusting. Yeah, I would rather cut off my leg. <laughs> I think I'd choke him. Yeah. So I'm like, you're a child. Please stop. Yeah. Unless so I, it was a woman. See? <laughs> Women are more mature. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but, so it's about Bo. He's an Eaton brother, which is the what the series centers around. And he's like a military hero. He has a tortured past. He, so, and then she's the small town girl that has like a bad family. But mm. she does her best to... And it definitely says, he's 35 and all man, and I'm 22 and all virgin. <laughs> oh, no. Elsie Silver, why is this in your description? Elsie. Elsie, please. Ew. Elsie. Icky. I'm gonna cry. Icky. I didn't read it. He's 35. And, and they, like, agree, a virgin. <laughs> they agree to be fake fiancés. 
So just fake dating. I do love fake It's a dating. win-win. He gets a break from his concerned family's prying, and I get a chance to shed my family's reputation while I save up to ditch this town. He says I have to do is all I have to do is wear his ring, follow his lead, and pretend I can't keep my hands off of him in public. But what happens between us in private that blurs all the carefully drawn lines? This engagement was supposed to be for show. This agreement it has an end date. He once told me he'd never fall in love, and yet here I am, head over heels for my fake fiance. But you're 22. <laughs> He's 35. I like it. I, I'm fine. Fine. Are you? No. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on from that one. My next one is one I'm hoping you would like. Oh. Um, it's actually called Being Ace. Ooh. An anthology of queer, trans, femme, and disabled stories of asexual love and connection. I love that. It is, uh, the author slash editor is Madeline Dyer. It says, discover the infinite realms of asexual love across sci-fi, fantasy, and contemporary stories. Hmm. So it's got young adult anthologies, queer, short stories, LGBT, fantasy, contemporary. And it is. And it comes out on October 10th. And I love that. It looks it looks good. Yeah. You know? I love the, the new representation because mm-hmm. I feel like it's the... One of the least represented mm-hmm. uh, letters. <laughs> one of the letters. One of the least represented. Yeah. Um, it's the last one. Doesn't always get included. Before the plus. Doesn't always get included. I know. I try my best to yeah. include it. Yeah. Because it's important. Just, yeah. as inco- as inco- Just as important as the L and the B. Yeah. And the- <laughs> all of them. They're all important. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. I'm glad you found that. I see you also entered the good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, my next one is Two Twisted Crowns by Rachel Gillig. This comes out October 19th. I don't know if this is a full series. On this a Wednesday? Follow- Weird. On a Wednesday? Or a Thursday? Thursday. Sorry. That doesn't make any sense. I had to have the date wrong. Must look up. My computer's going to die. Um, that's okay, minus two. Although it's way more important than mine doesn't. Yeah, no, yours is pretty important. <laughs> Please don't let it die. I think I have plenty of battery. So it's the Shepherd King number two. I don't know if there's more beyond two. The first one, um, One Dark Window, I read earlier this year and I loved it. It's um, a fantasy. I don't think it's YA. Well, it says it's YA, but um, they're like older. Mm-hmm. teenagers maybe they're 19 or something and it involves like tarot cards like mm-hmm. magic based off the card and i i read it earlier and i really liked it and i'm excited about this sequel it says october 19th so i don't know what kind of crack uh orbit is on because this is mm-hmm. an orbit book so. weird yep they're on crack that'll be a good book though i'm, I'm excited very excited about it mm-hmm. uh did you so this comes this is later uh the Ashfire king by chelsea abdullah remember how we're so excited about that yeah supposed to come out in November. Uh-huh. Comes out in 2024. Yep. I saw it. Because I was... Everywhere I looked, it was like November 7th. November 7th. And I was like, oh my god. And then I was like, I can't pre-order it. So why... Why can't I pre-order it? Why can't it I pre-order it? It's coming it? out in two months. Yeah. And so I looked on her Instagram. She's like, it's coming out in 2024. Because I want to make When sure in 2024? It's... She didn't say. It just says 2024. I've never been so sad. <laughs> what was 
was so excited for November. I'm so sorry. At least Iron Flame comes out. I'm like not mad that Iron Flame is coming out. The next book I have is called Hatchet Girls by Diana Rodriguez Wallach. It says for fit for horror mystery thriller it is YA Mm -hmm. Uh, for fans of Kara Thomas and Courtney Summers comes a supernatural horror that reminds us family can be our saving grace or our biggest curse set 100 years after the Borden murders this propulsive thriller imagines what a similar trial might look like today that sounds interesting right I find Lizzie Borg to be so fascinating. Right. So that comes out October 10th. I love that. I'm trying to find this book because I wrote it down. Now I can't find it on Goodreads. So I'm determined that it doesn't exist. <laughs> hmm. Well, it was called like Throne. Oh, because I spelled it wrong. <laughs> I'm proud of you. So it's called Throne of the Fallen. Okay. By Carrie Manascalco, and it's a throne as in like a throne, like a like something you sit on. And I wrote T H R O W N. What do you think that book's about, Morgan? I don't know. Throwing shit, I guess. <laughs> Baseball. God, sometimes my brain is so stupid. Uh, <laughs> so Carrie Maniscalco wrote uh, the Stalking Jack the Ripper series and Kingdom of the Wicked. And this is an adult book, which I'm pumped about. Um, perfect for readers of fantasy, romance, and mystery. Check, check, check. Check. Uh, the cover looks really pretty now that you can see it. Um, oh, it's in her fan favorite Kingdom of the Wicked seer- like world, but it's different. Okay. So I'll just read the description, I guess. It's kind of long, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Sinner, villain, ruthless. These are wicked names the Prince of Envy welcomes. They remind him that he- what he isn't, a saint. And when a cryptic note arrives signaling the, be- signaling the beginning of a deadly game, he knows he'll be called much worse before it ends. Riddles, hexed objects, and annoying players... Anonymous. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anonymous players. Nothing will stand in his way. With a powerful artifact and his own future at stake, Envy is determined to win, though none of his meticulous plans prepare him for her, the frustrating artist who ignites his sin and passion like no other. The trouble with scoundrels and blackguards is that they haven't a modicum of honor. A fa- this is boring. I don't care. Um... <laughs> Together, Envy and Camilla must embark on a perilous journey through the shifting aisles from glittering demon courts to the sultry vampire realm and encounters with exiled fae while trying to avoid the most dangerous trap of all, falling in love. So, um, Envy is a prince of hell. So, Mm -hmm. um, the hell, the princes of hell were involved in her other series. So I just, I didn't know this book existed until today. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm into it. Heck I yeah. I like her writing style. It's, it's easy, but like, it's dark. Mm-hmm. It sounds fun. Yeah. Nice. Give me a fantasy romance any day of the year. I'm okay. into it. Mm-hmm. The next book I have coming. Coming. Next book. <laughs> the next book that's coming out that I have on my list. It comes out October 17th. Mm-hmm. It is 10 Things That Never Happened by Alexis Hall. Uh, I saw this and I was like, oh, <laughs> Nice. 
It says fake amnesia, real feelings, real problems. Sam Becker loves or, okay, likes his job. Sure, managing a bed and bath retailer isn't exactly glamorous, but it's good work and he gets on well with the band of misfits who keep the store running. He could see himself being content here for the long haul. Too bad, then, that the owner is an infuriating git. (laughs) Um... It says, Jonathan Forrest should never have hired Sam. It was a sentimental decision, and Jonathan didn't get where he is by following his heart. Uh, Determined to set things right, Jonathan orders Sam down to London for a difficult task, only for a panicking Sam to trip, bump his head, and maybe accidentally imply he doesn't remember anything. (laughs) Faking amnesia seems like a a good idea when Sam was a... Afraid he was getting sacked, but now he has to deal with the reality of Jonathan's guilt, as well as the unsettling fact that he surely, his surly, surly boss might have a softer side to him. There's an unexpected freedom to getting a second shot at a first impression. But as Sam and Jonathan grow close, can Sam really bring himself to tell the truth? Or will their future be built entirely out on one impulsive lie? And Alexis Hall wrote A Lady for a Duke and Boyfriend, Boyfriend Material. I, I think I scrolled past it because the cover... It looks so looks much so like Boyfriend much Material. like Boyfriend Material. I'm like, how many books are we getting in this series? Yeah. So I didn't yeah. even bother writing it down. Yeah, but I saw that it was in a new series, which was promising. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there was another book in the Boyfriend Material one. I think it's Husband Material. Yeah. I did not read it. I did not have any interest in it. But I really no. did love A Lady for a Duke. Good. So... Alexis does a great job, but I don't think they need to continue on with. I didn't think that boyfriend right. material needed another. No, it didn't. And I don't. I, I was like, why are these covers so similar? Right. Like, stop. Stop. Alexis, stop. Stop it. My next one is called "A Holly Jolly Ever After" by Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it reminded me of the other book that you were talking about. <laughs> oh, it's on my list. I think I wrote it down. Oh, you better have. If not, well, we're going to talk about it. Oh, I definitely spelled it wrong. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, okay. And it comes out October. Uh, fuck me. Tenth. <laughs> um, these two authors wrote A Merry Little Meat Cute, which we both loved very mm-hmm. much. And. I'm excited. Um, What's the book called again? A Holly Jolly Ever After. I think... Hmm. Yes? It says, About an actress and a perpetually single former boy band member reunited as co-stars on a steamy holiday film. So I was like, is that... We already read that book. Maybe that's just like the other one. Okay. I don't know. This is following the success of Okay, this book. yeah, so I was reading it wrong. Okay, Callum Lieberman is the funny one, as the arguably lesser of the three former members of the boy band Inc. So he's a different boy band member. He <laughs> enjoys his 15 minutes of fame and then moved home where he opened a regional pizza chain yes! called Slice Slice Baby. I remember that. <laughs> Slice Slice Baby. <laughs> he's living his dad his best dad bod life, hooking up with bridesmaids at all of his friends' weddings. But after an old one off sex tape is leaked and quickly goes viral. Callum decides he's ready to step into the spotlight again, starring in a sexy Santa biopic for the Hope Channel. 
Winnie Baker did everything right. She's married. She married her childhood sweetheart, avoided the downfalls of adolescent stardom, and transitioned into an adult, a stable adult acting career. Hell, she even waited until marriage to have sex. But after her perfect life falls apart, Winnie is ready to redefine herself. And what better way than a steamier than than a steamier than a steaming hot of mug cider Christmas movie? When decades-old Hollywood history between them, Winnie and Callum are both feeling hesitant about their new situation as co-stars, especially Winnie, who can't seem to fake an on-screen pleasure she's never experienced in her real life. Oh, no, girl. Winnie, no! She's willing to do the pleasure research for science and artistic authenticity, of course, and there's no better research partner than her bridesmaid sex tape Hall of Fame co-star Callum. Oof. But suddenly, Callum's teenage crush on Winnie is bubbling to the surface, and Winnie might be catching feelings herself. They say opposites attract, but is this holly jolly ever after really ready for its close-up? Oh my god, that was I so love long. it. I love it so much. So they had a sex tape together, so excited. and now they're on the set together? And now she's was it never to, had... Was it them together? What is it said? Oh, that her bridesmaid sex tape hall of fame. That co-star. Her... Oh, co-star. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. So does that mean that they were together or he had, they're just co-stars and he had the sex tape? I think I that's know. the answer. I think so. But yeah, he had a teenage crush on her. They've never been together before. It seems like. Right. And she's never had because an orgasm. Because she's <laughs> never had an orgasm. Yeah. Obviously, Obviously never her husband sucks. Yeah. So that sounds really fun. It I'm does. very excited I'm very excited. It. The last one was so steamy and I'm pumped. Oh my gosh. Yeah, right? He was right. Like, slice, slice, baby. I love it. I love it. Are you ready? October 10th. I think I said that, but yes, yes you did. Yeah. Next book that I have mm-hmm. uh, October 24th, The Woman in Me by Britney Spears. I saw that. I was like, oh, oh Britney. That's so nice. It's she a just biography. got divorced. She did. Oh, she's getting divorced. She uh, had baby? No. She was gonna? Did what? she? I don't know. Wasn't she pregnant? I have no idea. Maybe I'm... I swear she announced that she was pregnant like a year ago. But then there was like nothing else about it. I just saw an Instagram video of her and she is not pregnant. But she would have been like a year ago. Oh. (laughs) You're only pregnant for... I don't know. (laughs) I know nothing. I don't know how it works. (laughs) How are babies made? And I don't remember whether or not she was actually pregnant. I, I thought she was. I have no idea. No idea. Not my problem. I really don't care, to be honest. <sighs> right. I'm kind of over it. But part for of the... fans of those yes. who are still fans of hers, here you go. There are a lot of like nonfiction celebrity books coming out. 100%. I think, and I didn't write any of them down, so I'm like, cool, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not interested in any of you. Yep. Neither am I, but that's okay that's for those Brittany. people who are. Do it. I am Britney, bitch. 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 Uh, my last one for October, and I don't know if it comes out in October or September. I saw two different things, mm-hmm. and I got confused. Um, it's called Bright Young Women, Woman, not Women, One Woman, by Jessica Knoll. Um, let me look it up. The cover drew me. So this is very long, and I kind of want to read it. I'm excited. Go on this journey with me. 
This is inspired by the real-life sorority targeted by America's first celebrity serial killer in his final murderous spree, which I assume is Ted Bundy. Mm. January 1978, a serial killer has terrorized women across the Pacific Northwest. This definitely Ted Bundy. But his existence couldn't be further from the minds of the vibrant young women at the top sorority on Florida State University's campus in Tallahassee. Tonight is a night of promise, excitement, and desire, but Pamela Schumacher, president of the sorority, makes the unpopular decision to stay home. A decision that unwittingly saves her life. Startled awake at 3 a.m. by a strange sound, she makes the fateful decision to investigate. What she finds behind the door is a scene of implausible violence. Two of her sisters dead. Two others maimed. Over the next few days, Pamela is thrust into a terrifying mystery inspired by the crime that's captivated public interest for more than four decades. On the other side of the country, Tina Cannon has found peace in Seattle after years of hardship. A chance encounter brings 25-year-old Ruth Wachowski into her life. <laughs> I mean, that. Wachowski! A young woman with painful secrets of her own, and the two form an instant connection when Ruth goes missing from Lake Sammamish State Park. <laughs> broad daylight surrounded by thousands of beachgoers on a beautiful summer day tina devotes herself to finding out what happened to her you are yelling at me sorry <laughs> am i really <laughs> you're hurt i'm so sorry tina <laughs> i'm so sorry continue i'm really into it Keep on going. I'm so sorry. Tina devotes herself to finding out what happened to her. When she hears about the tragedy in Tallahassee, she knows it's the man that the papers refer to as the all-American sex killer. <gasps> Determined to make him answer for what he did to Ruth, she travels to Florida on a collision course with Pamela. And one last impending tragedy, Bright Young Woman, is the story about two women from opposite sides of the country who become sisters in their fervent pursuit of the truth. It proposes a new narrative inspired by evidence that's been glossed over for decades in favor of more salable headlines. Stop it. The so-called brilliant <laughs> and charismatic killer from Seattle was far more average than the countless books, movies, and primetime specials that have led us to believe. And that is the women whose lives he cut short who were the exceptional ones. <sighs> oh my gosh. I like that it's, it's obviously about Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. but... Like, there's so it's much. Them. It's about them. There's so much shit about Ted Bundy when he was a complete narcissistic asshole psychopath. Mm-hmm. And it's about the women who he murdered, but, like, fictionalized. Right. I'm a fan. Because we don't know what they did the day before. they, Or, you know, like, we don't know what they were yeah. thinking. Right. But that was a very long description. Yeah, but that was really good. Right. I'm into it. I might as well drink. Yeah, I'm thirsty now after that. I didn't mean to yell at you. Was, I, was it so loud? <laughs> I was like, is she, is she yelling? I was also like, this far from the microphone. I was like, ah! Like, hey, listen. I got very close to the microphone. I was like, is oh, it just me? No. No, no it's, it's not. It's me. It's definitely, because I'm this, back up, Morgan. <laughs> Calm yourself. I'm so excited. Morgan. Morgan. Are you ready for, sorry. Yes. Are you ready for November? I'm ready for November. <gasps> Iron Flame by Rebecca ah! comes oh out on God. November 7th. I need mean, no one. No one can talk to me that day. No. I don't care. I do, it's I have, a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. I have no What day of the week is it? <laughs> oh, I'm Tuesday. I, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Scare-sided? I'm scare-sided. 
and I'm just <laughs> it's one of those books like fourth flame fourth flame <laughs> fourth wing to me you combined I did I did fourth yeah. wing to me like no one can criticize that book to me I no. think that should be a series that we should or like a podcast episode where books that we will never take criticism about 100%. because like these it's perfect to me yeah I don't and there's like been YouTube videos of people that I watched are like the disappointment that was fourth way and I was like ah. you're like well not watching that video no, because that shit. there's nothing wrong with it it's perfect mm-hmm. so I I feel that way about this book even though it's not even out yet no and I mean I read it twice I and I want to read it again. I want to read it again it's so good I'm like I'm re- reading other books and I'm like you know what would you know, you know what, what would this, be good you fourth want wing. you want to know what would go good with this fourth wing fourth wing <laughs> oh you oh you just finished the book you should read fourth wing yeah mm-hmm. like that's just this little this little like demon on my shoulder yeah. read fourth wing maybe you should read fourth wing again just a little Andarna just like <laughs> maybe you should read fourth wing. <laughs> I think it would be really great if you read fourth wing again <laughs> one is like Taryn and one is Andarna and one's like <laughs> Andarna's like you should read fourth wing. <laughs> and Taryn's like, hey, you should probably read Fourth Wing again. And then Darn is like, you know what? I think that'd be a really great idea. Let's consult the wing leader. I'm like, count me in, bitch. Let's get the wing leader. Let's get the wing leader. <laughs> Let's get him. Here. Take me away. I love you. I love you, wing leader. I'm fine. So we're excited about fire. <laughs> Just a little tidbit, tad bit. That was also on my list, in case you were yeah, curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, um, but a determination to survive won't be enough this year because Violet knows the real secret hidden for centuries at Basgayath War College and nothing, not even Dragonfire, may be enough to save them in the end. Shit. <gasps> Shit. Every, I think I talked about this last week or maybe earlier, whatever, but I'm so concerned because people think that she's going to pull a Sarah J. Mass. Yeah. And it's I, not going to happen. It's, it can't happen. No. no. They're dragons. I'm sorry. This is so no. spoilery. No. 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 Can't talk about it. Nope. Not going to happen. Nope. Um, also, this, the, the description for this book starts off with a quote. The first year is when some of us lose our lives. The second year is when the rest of us lose our humanity. End quote. Zayden Ryerson. Oh. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're not. Because I'm, I'm not either. Should we move on? <laughs> yes. My first one in November, other than Iron Flame. Is, other than Iron Flame. Is yeah. Do Your Worst. I just wanted to get to it yeah. first. Uh, well, yeah. I'm a little stinker. <laughs> I'm a stinker. Uh, Do Your Worst by Rosie Dannon. Rosie Dannon wrote The Roommate, I think it's, or I think it's what it's called. Uh, which it's called involved, just The Roommate. I think it's just called The Roommate. Okay. Or it's called The Roommate Experiment. No. That's The American Roommate Experiment. <sighs> Hold on. You know what? <laughs> I am just. on a website. It's just called The Roommate. <laughs> oh, the second book is called The Intimacy Experiment. So I combine them together. Ooh, look at you. Uh, so this is a new book. Uh, the Roommate was really good. I had a lot of fun. It, the obviously they're about roommates, and uh, one guy was a porn star, and it was a great time. Ooh. This one I want to read the description because it sounds fun. I won't yell it this time. This comes out um, October. Nope, November fourteenth. 
Sparks fly when an occult expert... Oh, fuck me. Sorry, I got off the wrong page. <laughs> Most Sparks fly when an occult expert and disgraced archaeologist become enemies with benefits in this steamy romance. I'm sorry. <laughs> A occult expert and disgraced archaeologist. Okay. Yeah. Riley Rose. Match made now. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. Riley Rhodes finally has a chance to turn her family's knack for the supernatural into a legitimate business when she's hired to break the curse on an infamous Scottish castle. Oh! Used to working alone in her alienating occupation, she's pleasantly surprised to meet a handsome stranger upon arrival until he tries to get her fired. Fresh off a professional scandal- Clark Edgeware can't, which is such a dumb last name, yeah. can't allow a self-proclaimed curse breaker to threaten his last chance for redemption. After he fails to get Riley kicked off his survey site, he vows to avoid her. Unfortunately for him, she vows to get even. Riley expects the curse to do her dirty work by driving Clark away, but instead they keep finding themselves in close proximity, too close. Turns out the only thing they do better than fight is fool around. If they're not careful, <laughs> by the end of all this, more than the castle will end up in ruins. <laughs> Whoever writes these descriptions deserves a raise. I mean, honestly. Honestly. They're so perfect. I can't sit still. That's exciting. What an odd combination. Like oh, yeah. And it takes place in Scotland. Here for Count it. Count me in. Count me in. Count me in. Mm-hmm. My next book is Bookshops and Bone Dust by Travis Baldry. Mm-hmm. Uh, release date, November 7th. Somebody if you've been listening the last few weeks, I guess. Maybe the last month, I think. I did get an ARC. So thank you to Nick Kelly and the publisher for an advanced reader copy. No it deal. is narrated by Travis as well. It is a prequel uh, to <gasps> Legends and Lattes. It says, when an injury... Th- throws a young battle-hungry orc off her chosen path, she may find that what we need isn't always what we seek. I'm so excited. It's really good. I'm so excited. The beginning was a little slow, but it was in the other book, too. Yeah. It's a cozy fantasy. That's it. It's just going to be so cute. Fantasy fiction, cozy mystery, LGBT, romance, queer. I, I just can't. I don't know if it's going to beat Legends and Lattes because it's so no, cute. No, It's a coffee shop. It's a found yes. family. There's a mouse baker. Like, how can you beat that? This one's a mouse bookshop owner. Which I also And she love. has a, a pet and it's the bottom part is pug and the top part is an owl. How odd. Like its head mm-hmm. is owl. Mm-hmm. Pug ears. It's on the cover. Yeah. Pug ears, kind of. And then, like, it. pug ass. <laughs> it's on the U.S. cover. Yes. The U.K. cover is very different. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I prefer our cover. I do, too. But I also got a signed edition of the U.K. cover from Waterstones. <laughs> what? Turd. I I was going to tell you, but then I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> fine. It's fine. Look it up. Google no. it. No. Fine. Then you, fine. I don't want it. Fine. What do you got? Check and Mate by Allie Hazelwood. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't usually read YA contemporary anymore, but it's Hello. Allie Hazelwood. Exactly. And this is her first YA. Let's give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. Obviously, it's about chess. <laughs> no shit. Uh, I don't know. 
I'm trying to find like a, a wrap up, but it's there's none. I think they're chess rivals. I think it's gonna be cute. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Comes out October. <sighs> nope. Why did I say October? It comes out November seventh. So I'm pumped. What? Nice. What you, what's your face? Um, bookshops and bone dust. Mm-hmm. I hate that. It's ugly, but yeah. I I got it anyway. But it's signed. Yeah. Let me see. The cover, the 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 pages are cool. The pages are like a like a skull. What's your next one, Sophia? The next one I have is Hunt on Dark Waters by Katie Roberts. That was on my list too. It's number one in the Crimson Sail series. Mm -hmm. Uh, Comes out November 7th. It says, sail the magical high seas with with this first book in the new sexy fantasy romance series from Katie Roberts. It's very... Diverse, if I remember correctly. Yes. It says, Evelyn is a witch with a perfect storm of impulses, terrible taste in bed partners, sticky fingers, and a lust for danger. After she steals from her vampire ex and falls through a portal <laughs> to another realm, she's fished out of the waters by a band of seafarers and their telekinetic captain. She's immediately <laughs> given a choice. Join their Sorry. group or die. <laughs> what? <laughs> telekinetic oh of course of course uh i'm very excited for this yes uh fantasy romance hell yeah i mean it's <laughs> katie robert there's gonna be smut in it oh my god it's gonna be good i'm uh, excited exactly i've seen things yeah. november 7th yes. uh, from you're on a patreon uh, her patreon and get excited mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say Just nice pumped. nice my next i wanted to know more i can Pay for her Patreon. <laughs> you ain't getting the scoop from me. Well, yeah, well, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> the next one I have is called The Mystery Guest by Nina Prose. Mm-hmm. Nina wrote uh, The Maid, which I really, really loved mm-hmm. last year. Two years ago, I think. Oh, what it's, is time? It's a long. Like, That's I, I, gross. I, yeah, it's been a while. It came out in 2022. Oh. Last year. Don't try to make me crazier than I am. Was it a year and a half ago? (laughs) Ma'am. I'm going to (laughs) stop. I don't really know what it's about. I believe it's still following the same Mm -hmm. characters, but I don't really want to know the details. Right. Uh, I really like the first one. I... the main character seemed definitely kind of ace. I don't know if it wasn't really on page, but she talked about kind of what it meant. So mm-hmm. I am excited about that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The next one I have is System Collapse by Martha Wells. Mm-hmm. This is number seven in the Murderbot Diaries. It comes out November 14th. And, um, it says another full length hmm? novel. Excuse me? What? 256 pages. Oh, well, that's still. That's pretty decent. Usually mm-hmm. the audios are like three hours long or less. Right. Um, it says following the events of the network effect, the, 
corporation has sent rescue ships to a newly colonized planet in peril, as well as additional sec units. But if there's an ethical corporation out there, Murderbot has yet to find it. And if this company can't have the planet, they'll sure as hell not leave without something. If that something just happens to be an entire colony of humans, well, a free workforce <laughs> is a decent runner runner-up prize. But there's something wrong with Murderbot. It isn't running with normal operational parameters. Art's crew, um, it's a ship, uh, crew <laughs> and the humans from Perservation are doing everything they can to protect the colonists. But with the company's sec unit's heavy persuasion team, they're going to have to hope Murderbot figures out what's wrong with itself and fast. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's the plan. Not gonna work. <laughs> In true Murderbot fashion. Yes. <laughs> he, it makes me giggle. It, it you know they it uses uh it pronouns. I guess I'm. It sounds weird mm-hmm. to refer to them as an it, but right. Um. Yeah, I really You're enjoy all caught the series. Up, right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So Heck I'm yeah. excited to start that when it comes out. Yay! Which mm-hmm. is when again? November 14th. Okay. The first two weeks in November are going to be exciting. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm reading Iron Flame on the 7th. Oh God, I can't even think about it. <laughs> it's it's gonna so be far the away whole yet. Day. It's so far away. Well, like, nobody talked to me. <laughs> no one talked to me. <laughs> Shutting off my phone. I can't talk to a single person. Tell me when you get to the end. Yes, that's, that's when, we'll, when talk. we'll talk about it. My next one is called Plot Twist by Erin LaRosa. Comes mm-hmm. out November 14th. I was going to talk about that. And I was like, you know what? I <laughs> I know more continuity. Yes. I got this as an ARC from NetGalley. So thank you to the publisher and NetGalley for an advanced copy of it. And um, it deals with a romance author who's never been in love. And um, she wants to document... The fact that she's never been in love and like her journey with love on social media, but she doesn't know anything about social media. And it just so happens that her landlord, who is a former teen heartthrob, uh, is a social media like expert. And he's also uh, an online crafter. He uh, he's like a potter. He, he, he does pottery. And I love that so much. And it's kind of them obviously falling in love, but like getting her life together. And he does pottery because like helps him stay sober. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really excited about it. I think it's going to be really cute. The cover's cute. I mean, he looks hot. She looks cute. I'm very excited. Big bang, boom. Big bang, boom. He's got coffee in his hand. He's blonde. I'm excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> the next one that I have comes out on November 28th. It is a YA novel. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh <laughs> It says, Gwen and Art are not in love. Oh, I saw this one. By Lex Croucher. Mm-hmm. It says, Heartstopper meets a knight's tale in the this queer medieval rom-com YA debut about love, friendship, and being brave enough to change the course of history. Mm. So look good. I love that. Yeah. A knight's tale is fantastic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Heartstopper. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. Hello. But, like, we don't talk about A Knight's Tale. We talk about Heartstopper all the time. I know. And it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. 
My last one for November. Heath Ledger. Oh, R.I.P. I don't want to do this on the cross, but you know. Uh, <laughs> so in... I wouldn't have even one. known you did it because my eyes are closed. <laughs> uh, my last one for November. I was doing this research and I was scrolling through and I found a book with a title that made me laugh out loud. The title did. And I was like, this is hilarious. I have to show it to my friends. And so I did. And they're like, oh my God, I have to read it. And so now I put it on my list and um, <laughs> it's called All I Wank for Christmas. <laughs> Sophia's water bottles like vibrating, scooting around because she is laughing so hard. By Tori Ross. Please read the description. Please, please. please. Come, hold on. It comes out November seventh. Okay. <clears throat> After a series of unfortunate events have left Holly Hepperdine without an accounting job, the only way to pay bills pay her sister's school and help her sick mother is to work at the local rub and tug massage parlor. The happy, I can't do this if you're laughing. The happy stroke club making a hundred bucks a pop. Jasper Nicholas is stressed to the max on Christmas Eve. His father is ill. His father is ill. And Jasper has to run to the, run the family's delivery service tonight. On a whim, he stops for a quick massage, realizing too late that there are other perks of this purchased package. He indulges, but can't get the gorgeous woman with the witty banter out of his mind, even after they go their separate ways. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> when Jasper comes down Holly's chimney... <laughs> Late on Christmas Eve, she realizes Jasper is Santa Claus's son and tasked with delivering gifts to the world's children. He also needs desperate help with navigation and inventory. Can Holly and Jasper keep their hands to themselves long enough to deliver the gifts? All I wank for Christmas is an irrelevant... Rocket, what's this word? Rocket, raucous, 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 R A U C O U S, raucous, raucous. That sounds weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Romantic comedy standalone, sure to put you in the mood for a happy holiday season. No happy stroke club needed. <laughs> Description to Nick last night. I was like, please listen to this. You just said, I'm cackling. Please, please read it. And I was like, I should pre order it. Listen. It's on KU when it comes out. So oh, gosh. I'm excited. It's going to be great. It's only a hundred and some pages. So I'm pretty pumped. It's going to be a quickie. All I wank for Christmas, he's going to come down her chimney. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's Morning Glory milking farm. <laughs> but they're different. No, they're both human. He just so happens to be Santa's son. Because <laughs> that's so weird. 
I'm going to go to the Happy Stroke Club. Oh, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Oh, I get bonus. Oh, okay. Oh, I get, I get a bonus. Yeah. Oh, it's a happy ending indeed. Jesus Christ. A hundred bucks? Interesting. <laughs> I'm pumped. Expensive song. Okay. <laughs> that's my last one for November. All right, let's move on to December, shall hey, we? That sounds great. <laughs> I only have three. Me too. Cool. What's at the same three? <laughs> what are the odds? The odds are very small. Well, uh, the first one I have is called Raiders of the Lost Heart by Joe Segura. Oh. Uh, rival archaeologists must team up on this a secret Aztec expedition, or it could leave their careers and hearts in <gasps> ruins. Oh. Wait, let me see. It looks dorky as fuck and I love it. Shut up. That looks so dumb. I'm excited about it. <laughs> yeah, right? That reminds me of that one. Uh... 3.87 and it's got uh, 63 ratings. Comes out December 5th. Sarah, not Sarah. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, 100%. The, yeah. Um, the... I don't know, but it was dumb. The Lost. Ooh. City? Yeah, Maybe. Don't look it up. We don't care, uh, don't care enough. I don't care enough. <laughs> but yeah, it reminds me of that. Yeah. That With was the waterfall really in the background. Yes, like, I Jesus. Hope it, I hope it's good. Yeah, I'm ready. But like good in a bad way, you know? Yeah, 100%. Next. My first one is called On the Plus Side by Jenny L. Howe. Yeah, that one too. Oh my God. Comes out December 26th, so mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Um uh, <laughs> It's what not to wear and queer eye meet all the feels in this sparkling romantic comedy in which the new guest on a popular plus size makeover show has her style and her love life transformed. Everly Winters is perfectly happy to navigate life like a good neutral paint color, appreciated but unnoticed. That's why she's still a receptionist instead of exploring a career in art while she why she lurks but never posts on the forums of her favorite makeover show on the plus side and why she's crushing so hard on her forever unattainable coworker. When no one notices you, they can't reje- Oh God. <laughs> that hit too close to sound. Too close to home. When no one notices you, they can't reject you or insist you're too much. Ha! This plan is working perfectly until someone secretly nominates Everly for the next season of On the Plus Side. Overwhelmed by the show's extremely extroverted hosts and how much time she'll have to spend on screen, she finds comfort in a surprising friendship with the grumpy but kind cameraman Logan. Soon, Everly realizes that he's someone she doesn't mind being noticed by. In fact, she might even like it. But when their growing connection is caught on camera, it sends the show's ratings into a frenzy. <gasps> Learning to embrace all of herself on national TV is hard enough. Can Everly risk heartbreak with the whole world watching? Wow. Well, that got too close to home. I'm not excited about that anymore. <laughs> Oh, okay. I didn't read the full description. I'm I like, didn't either. <laughs> it was on my list. I was like, oh, 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 no. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> my never notice me. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Don't look at me. I'm fine. Anyway, what's your next one? My next one and last one is mm-hmm. Heartstopper Volume 5 by Alice Oseman. Comes out December of 7th. Of course. It's the fifth book. <laughs> graphic novel series if you don't know anything about Heartstopper look it up look it up it's amazing it is amazing and so I heartwarming I love it these little beans those little I just want to protect them I just want to protect them they're so adorable 
Uh, my next one, I have two left. Excellent. My next one is called The Stage Kiss by um, Amelia Jones, December 12th. It comes out. I will read the description. It's so long. Okay. Spark notes. Two actors find themselves falling for each other with each onstage kiss against their better judgment. Actress Eden Blake's biggest claim to fame is a mortifying pharmaceutical pharmaceutical commercial for male enhancement pills. <laughs> that is until the female lead on the nationwide tour of Broadway's hit Pride and Prejudice musical abruptly quits, and Eden is called up to fill the role. The cast of Liz and Darcy, the musical, has just uns- just settled into a three-week run in Washington, D.C., and Broadway royalty Brennan Thorne is set to play Darcy. Despite Brennan's reputation as being a dream to work with, Eden's first impression of him is more like a nightmare. Now, she'll have to kiss the pompous jerk eight shows per week. Brennan can't disguise his disdain for understudies like Eden, but New York is filled with reminders of his most recent failed relationship, and this American tour is a much-needed distraction from his loneliness. As Eden and Brennan take the stage playing Jane Austen's most memorable characters, their reality begins to mirror Elizabeth and Darcy's, explosive chemistry and all. Together they power through press performances and curtain calls, even as rumors of Brennan's checkered romantic past resurface and prove to Eden that he can't be trusted. But with each choreographed stage kiss, Eden and Brennan's passion for the stage and each other ignites. Maybe, just maybe, not all rumors are to be believed and not all showmances are doomed to fail. Ooh. I loved Broadway. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. Pride and Prejudice. Hell yeah. Love that. I talked to my coworker today and I was like, oh my God, this book I'm reading has a Pride and Prejudice moment. And she's like, what? What? Oh no. I was like, the movie? And she goes, I've never seen it. The hand. I was like, it's the hand thing. And she's like, what is that? The I'm like, is I that? hate you. I hate you. <laughs> so I had to describe it to her. And while I'm describing it, it sounds dumb. It does. Because, like, it's the hand. He shake the, the connection, the spark, the hand. He had to shake it off. And she's like, okay. <laughs> Woman. Because it was like they were in an elevator, and they're not supposed to be together. And they have all this chemistry, and they, like, brush hands. And she looks at him, and he's, like, totally stoic. And she's like, oh, he wasn't even affected by it. She looks at his hand, and he, like, has to shake his hand out. And I was like, ah! I was like, and she didn't she didn't care. I was like Gen Zers, man. You're your author. Yeah, Anna Huang, man. The hair She knew what she did. She knew what she, she did. Doing. I was like, that is it, girl. Thank you. Thank you. I, I love have it. I have one more. One more. I have to look it up. <clears throat> Hold on. I've been talking too much and I'm very thirsty. Okay, this is called Meet the Bandettos by Katie Katugno. Comes out December 5th. So, <laughs> there's like a theme. Uh, the Kardashians meets Pride and Prejudice in this charming, <laughs> comical... Oh, it's a follow-up to another book, apparently, but I don't care. Uh, in which an A-list movie star moves to Los Angeles and next door to a family of five eligible sisters. <clears throat> it sounded good, okay? I don't want to read the whole thing, <laughs> but it's like Kardashian drama. Uh, brings a big, boisterous cast of characters to life in this deliciously sprawling Los Angeles story. A thoroughly fresh and modern tale about a family that's famous for being famous, the ways that preconceived notions make 
fools of us all and how unexpected romance can bloom despite the odds. Mm. I'm a, okay, listen. I enjoy watching the Kardashians. <laughs> Mm-hmm. the TV show for the drama and oh, how dumb it is. If I need to shut my brain off, Kardashians. My eerie Kim, there are people There are people starving. starving. Like, how can you... It, you can't get any better. That's so dumb. It's so stupid. Kim. Kim. I love Courtney. I She's love my favorite. Her. She's so annoying. She's so... But she doesn't give a single shit <laughs> about these people. I'm like, I think she hates her family. I would. I also would. They're all annoying. <laughs> I was, if I was yeah. related to them, fuck I would, yeah. I'd be no, annoyed. thank you. No, thank you. <sighs> December right. is typically, sorry. Yeah. December is typically a light month when it comes to publishing. I feel like they all just take like December off. Yeah. And well, because everyone's so busy with the holidays and right. everyone's on vacation or holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 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 they just, it's not their biggest concern and it's finishing up the year mm-hmm. and you know, everyone's just kind of buttoning things up. You got to get all these books out in November, get them out for Christmas shopping and exactly. then just like wipe your hands. I'm done. Right. So then in January they can start with Valentine's day and you know, they like all of with, that um, stuff. A house of flame and shadow by Sarah J. Mass. Thank you so much. The poor people at Bloomsbury are going to be very busy. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I have so many editions uh, pre-ordered. <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. I'm, fine. I'm totally fine. I'm the finest. You are. Yeah. So that is our fourth quarter book releases. So with, many. Yeah. The fourth quarter is always crazy. It's always crazy. And yeah. I love it. Yes. Um, so let us know if we missed anything. We would yeah. love to hear from you. Or what ones, like, stood out to you. Yeah. What the, are you going to read? The last time we did this, we found a book that we're now going to read for our reading pages. Yes. And we are pumped. Yes. And we will talk about that next week yes. when we introduce the book. Yeah. If that sounds good. Um, that's fine by me. Awesome. <laughs> so join us next week. We post every Tuesday mm-hmm. at 9 a.m. Central. Follow us on Instagram at Pages and Pages Pod, and be sure to like, subscribe, whatever it is that you need to do, mm-hmm. so that you get notifications when we post every week. Woo. We are on all of the platforms. You're listening to us on one of them now, I'm sure. It's probably Apple Podcasts. <laughs> it's probably Apple Podcasts. But I prefer Spotify. But like, whatever. <laughs> we had this conversation last week. <laughs> I know. I'll have it forever. I'm uh, a Spotify girly. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you. Please recommend us too. Your um, grocery store clerk. Your whoever delivers the soda to the place you work. I was literally thinking that, but I couldn't figure out how to say it. I was like, your distributor of pop. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't think of a word. Your, um, your neighbor. Your candle maker. Exactly. That's lovely. Thank you so much. (laughs) And you have a great day. Bye. 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 Bye.